All right, going through the New Testament in a year, and we are in the book of Acts in chapter 11. So that means we are more than a third of the way through Acts. We did four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we're continuing through. So we're going to make it. Chapter 11, Peter's going to have to explain himself. He grew up Jewish. <clears throat> Jesus was Jewish. All of the disciples were Jewish. This gospel came to the Jewish community, and they thought it was only for them, and it would never go to anybody else. Well, it went to the Gentiles, to Cornelius in chapter 10, and this family and his household all came to Christ, and now Peter has to explain himself to the religious leaders, to the Christian leaders who aren't too keen on people outside of their community, outside of their people coming to Christ. Well, story's been told over and over again, isn't it? How we are as people and close ourselves off. The apostles and the believers throughout Judea had heard that Gentiles had received the word of God. Well, they all heard it. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him. Because he was preaching to uncircumcised people. And they said, you went into the house of, an, of uncircumcised men and you ate with them. Why would you do that? Why would you meet with those people? Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. <clears throat> he said, I was in the city of Joppa praying. And in a trance, I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheep being let down from heaven in its four corners. And it came to me where I was standing. I looked at it, and I saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, birds. And I heard a voice that said, get up, Peter, kill those and eat them. I said, surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. I've never eaten those unclean things. I've never eaten those non-kosher foods, ever. I don't do it. The voice from heaven spoke a second time. Don't call anything un unclean or impure that God has made clean. Hmm. This happened three times, and then it was all pulled up into heaven again. What does that mean? Don't call anything impure that God has made clean. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house that I was staying at. And the Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. The Spirit said, go with these guys, these Gentiles, these uncircumcised men. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen an angel appear to him in his house and said, send to Joppa for Simon, who's called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all of your household will be saved. Hmm. So the angel appears and tells him all about Peter, and he goes and gets Peter. But it's going to be Peter who's going to share the message. God's going to share the message through a human, not an angel. As they began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them just yet on us in the beginning. So probably some replica or something similar to what happened in Acts chapter 2 with the Holy Spirit coming on them and speaking in other tongues. And Then I remember what the Lord said. John baptized you with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift that he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to stand in God's way? If God was doing this, who am I to stand in God's way and say, you can't do this. You can't give this gift of the Holy Spirit to Gentiles. And when they heard this, they had no further objections. And they praised God. And they said, so then, even to Gentiles, God has re granted repentance unto life. Wow. So they were glad about it. But they were glad about it as long as it wasn't coming to their front step. We'll find more about that later.
Now, those who had been scattered by the persecution, back to chapter 9, the Apostle Paul, when he was persecuting the church and persecuting Stephen, the church scattered out of Jerusalem. They're like, get out of here before, before it's our lives because they had martyred Stephen. Those who had been scattered that broke out of, uh, uh, when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. So they've traveled quite a ways. Spreading the word among the Jews. Well, again, it's going to the Jews, not to the Gentiles yet. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also. So now it's starting to spread a little bit more to the Gentiles, to the non-Jewish community. Telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Well, it's always wonderful when people are turning to Christ and repenting and the church is growing and the church is multiplying and it's spreading out. It's going into new areas here. News of this reached the church in Jerusalem and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. Barnabas is a great guy. He has a, a mission of peace, really. He's able to bring people together. And when he arrived, he saw the grace, what the grace of God had done, and he was glad and encouraged, and he encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. Stay true to God with all your heart. He was a good man. He was full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Now, I don't know what that means, a great number. I imagine a great number means that a lot of people there came to Christ. Then Barnabas went to Tar Tarsus to look for Saul. Uh, the Apostle Paul, also known as Saul, has gone back to Tarsus. Well, that's where he grew up. And he was um, pretty well known in the Jewish community and had a lot of clout and a lot of recognition. When he came to Christ, he's rejected now by the religious authorities and the religious community he was part of. He ends up going back to Tarsus. Now, Tarsus is where he came from. I like to say, you know, he went back to his mother's house because he doesn't have any place to go now. Uh, his contemporaries, his colleagues have rejected him because he's come to Christ, goes to Tarsus. And then Barnabas, who's a uniter, who's a man of peace, he goes to Tarsus to look for Saul because he, he knew that Saul, when Saul got converted, when Paul got converted, he was able to teach the Bible. He understood the Old Testament. He understood all of the Old Testament was pointing to Jesus, and he was able to teach it and teach it well. So, Barnabas sees all these believers coming to Christ, and he's like, somebody needs to ground him. Somebody needs to teach him the word, and he's going to go and get Paul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Paul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. A lot of people being taught the gospel, being taught the Bible by the Apostle Paul. Could you imagine for a year being taught by the Apostle Paul? And the disciples were called Christians first to Antioch. This is the first time that they're called Christians, little Christ, Christ followers. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, his name was Agabus, and he stood up and through the spirit, he predicted that a severe famine would come over the entire Roman Empire. Wow, well, I guess we're going to see if he's right or not. Well, he was. He was a real prophet. And this did happen during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one who was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters in Judea. So the church in Antioch, which is not the original church, but they're the church of those people that were scattered. They came to Christ as the people who were scattered shared with them 
Uh, they need to get grounded. The Apostle Paul comes and teaches them for a year, and Barnabas with them. This prophet comes down, tells them there's going to be trouble. They collect money, and they're going to send it to the other churches. This is just amazing how wonderful this is. And they did this, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. Cool, cool stuff. How God works, how God connects people, what God is doing, how he, he overcomes our prejudice, how he overcomes our smallness, how he overcomes our cliques, and the gospel spreads, and it's continuing to spread. So, Lord, use us to spread the gospel, that, that you'll break our cliques, Lord, that you'll break our preconceived notions, Lord, that, that you'll give us the opportunity, Lord, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with everyone everywhere. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, love you guys. Let's continue through the New Testament.